Let's give it up for the band one more time. Yes. You guys do an awesome job. Hey, Malia, will you give me a hand with this real quick? Just grab that side. So we're going to do a little teamwork today, okay? I've got a bunch of people involved. I've got some stuff that we're going to have to do as a team, and I'm pumped about it. And I'm really excited to be with you guys this morning. Who had a great time at the corn maze? Let me see how many people went. Raise your hand. Wow, lots of you guys. That's awesome. I was not able to go to the corn maze, so I missed out on being there with you guys and hanging out and having fun. I was at a wedding. Um, my, one of my best friends, Kale, got married this weekend, so yeah, um, that was a good time. We had lots of fun, and it was a beautiful wedding. So I hate that I missed spending time with you guys, but I'm glad you did have fun. This week, I get to be with you guys to talk about our second week of the series that we're calling Stretch, right? And it's all about how we can stretch our faith as followers of Jesus, okay? Last week, Pastor Mike spoke with us, and he talked about that we could stretch our faith by starting with a commitment, right? And, and we had these commitment cards laid out under the seats, and then some of you guys maybe even made a commitment um, last week. And so we're going to do something kind of similar this week. Um, we're going to be talking about how to stretch our faith, but in a little bit different of a way, okay? So first, I want to start off by asking, who is flexible? Raise your hand if you think you're flexible. Wow, not many people. You guys don't think you're flexible? What in the world? Okay, who can touch their toes? Okay, good. Who can like, yeah, there, there's some really weird stretches out there, and so I'm going to need a couple volunteers, okay? Who's going to be a volunteer for me? Let me see a hand. Okay, come on up, and I need one more. I need one more volunteer. Come on. Anybody, raise your hand. I'm going to choose randomly. Come on, let's do it. Good job. So volunteer number one, you're going to be here, okay? And you're going to be here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you got it. You got it. You got it. So, so these, these two people, you know, I don't know how, how flexible would you rate yourself, one to ten? A light pole. Uh, what? A light pole. So she's not very flexible at all. How about you? An eight. Wow, that's impressive. Okay, let's start out with some, something really simple, okay? Can you touch your toes? Can you touch your toes? Okay, she's got it. Wow, okay, she definitely has it. Okay, you, you can, now, now, who can, can you lick your elbow? Is that possible? Can anybody in here do that? She's, she's close. You got to have a really long tongue. How about, how about, can you lick your nose, right? Is your tongue stretchy? Can you lick your nose? You're close. She had to touch her tongue to do it, right? Okay, what are some other stretches? Some, I don't know. Oh, gosh. Can you do a split? Oh, gosh. We won't, we won't make you do it. We, won't, we believe you. We believe you, okay? She can do a split. I can't. You guys can go grab a seat. Listen, the point is this. All of us are stretchy at different variabilities, right? Me, I'm like Haley. I'm a light pole. Like, this is me touching my toes, okay? It's bad. In, in PE, when they would be like, you're going to get points if you can do this. At the end of the year, I'm like, you might as well fail me, okay? It's not going to happen. There are some people, especially in, like, the Hollywood world that are very stretchy, right? A couple people come to mind. Mrs. Incredible or Elastigirl, right? Really stretchy, right? Who, who likes her superpower? Who would choose that as their superpower? I don't think I would either. I feel like it would be, like, you could kind of use it, but 
I don't really know. Okay, how about, how about Mr. Slinky? Okay, Slinky is the man, all right? Whenever they need somebody to reach a long way or to catch somebody from falling, Slinky's your guy. He comes through in Toy Story a lot. You guys notice that? Yes, he comes through a lot. Here's the thing. People are stretchy in different ways, and, and people, some aren't very flexible, some are. Today we're going to talk about how we can stretch our faith. And so what I want to do, continuing on the same idea of thinking through stretchiness, is I want to bring up a volunteer. So I have spoken with Kaylee uh, before uh, this sermon today, so she's going to come on up, and I've got a couple easy questions for her, okay? She's going to help me prove a point. So, yes, yes, okay, Mike is live. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, first question is this. Are you, would you say that you are somewhat flexible? Somewhat. She says she's somewhat flexible. Okay, I believe that that's true. Do you guys believe that that's true? We all know that Kaylee's athletic. Last week she had something on your knee. How's your leg doing, by the way? Good. Good, doing better, doing better, very good. Next question, have you always been flexible? Okay, got it. Let me see. Is this thing? Oh, here we go. There she now she's live. Test it. Hello. There it is. So she said if you didn't hear, she hasn't always been very flexible. Um sometimes or, or over time as she started doing sports and stuff like that, it helped her get flexible. Now, we all know that Kaylee plays soccer, right? Who else in here likes soccer? I played soccer my senior year. I tried out as the keeper, and I sat on the bench most of the year. Okay, so. But we had a good time, okay? We had a good time. Let me ask you this. What's something that you always do before a soccer game? We always have to stretch. Like, uh, whatever, whoever my coach is, like, we've always had to. Like, it's not a question. We have to stretch. For sure. Like, you get in a circle, and, you know, you're doing the thing, and whatever. There's all these different drills you do, right, to stretch your body out, right? Now, now. Here's, here's, here's the real question. Why is it so important to stretch before a soccer game? Why is it so important? It is important because you don't want to get hurt, first of all, like me. Yes. You don't want to get cramps, and it just prepares your body for that whole 90 minutes that you have to play. Absolutely. Let's give it up for Kaylee, you guys. You did a good job. Here's the reason I brought Kaylee up on stage. I wanted you guys to see the importance of stretching, Right? Kaylee has just actually recently hurt her leg. Maybe it's because she didn't stretch out well enough before she went out and played a game, right? Or, or did a practice. You see, if we want to protect our bodies, we need to stretch before we get active, right? Everybody can, everybody can agree with this. I play disc golf. You know, if I get out there and I start throwing shots, I might throw my back out, okay? I'm getting old now, okay? But it's important to stretch. It's just like a muscle, right? Who in here works out? Come on, boys. Come on, boys and girls. Who in here likes to work out? I know some of you guys like to work out. I don't, okay? Don't feel bad if you don't. I hate working out. It's horrible. But look, if you want to build your muscles, you got to, like, lift weights, right? If you want to, like, run farther, you got to, like, run, right? And so just like that, if we want to grow in our faith, we got to stretch our faith, right? If we want to grow in our faith, we have to stretch our faith. And if we want to stretch our faith, we have to start something new. And that's the main idea that we're talking about today. If you want to stretch your faith, you have to start 
something new. And so today we're going to talk about three really easy, really simple points of, of how God wants to change us once we begin to stretch our faith. You see, you can stretch your faith by starting something new. Last week, Pastor Mike talked about making a commitment, right? He said, maybe you need to show up more or, or be more involved or, or, or even love God just in general. See, this week we're talking about starting something new. And it's all going to be centered around spiritual habits that we can do to start something new. Now, now to grow in our faith, to stretch in our faith. Now, here's the question. Why does this matter to God? Why do you think God wants us to grow in our faith? Let me hear some answers. Why do you think it matters? It can be anything. Why does God want us to grow in our faith? Say a oh, hard question. Yeah. Absolutely. We can face hardships. Totally. Who else? Why does God want us to grow in our faith? Yeah. So we can share it with others. Absolutely. Is your hand raised? He's fixing his hair. That's okay. Anybody else? Why does God want us to grow in our faith? Those were, those were good answers, and they, and they kind of lead me exactly where I want to go, right? God wants us to grow in our faith so that we can walk through life as a strong Christian, so we can share that with others. I'd like to categorize those things in one category. God wants us to grow in our faith so we can be effective for him, right? So we can do what he has called us to do in our lives as Christians. But here's the thing. We're not going to be able to do that if if we don't have some spiritual habits that help us grow. And so maybe you guys have realized, I need to start something new. I need, to, I need to grow in my walk with God, and so I need to maybe start some spiritual habits. So let's talk about three points, um, what I think God's going to do if we start something new, if we try to stretch our faith. The first point is this. should be up on the screen. It says this. It says, God wants to transform our lives when we follow him. Okay, God wants to transform our lives when we follow him. This is something that God wants to do in each and every one of our lives. He wants to transform our lives. If you will, put the scripture up on the screen. It's Romans um, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. If you guys will read along with me, here's what it says. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You see, in Romans chapter 12, Paul is reminding us this. He's reminding us that God wants to transform our lives when we follow him. And here's what I think is true. I think if we don't have spiritual habits in our life to help us grow, then we are not going to transform very much. You can go back. You can keep it on that scripture. God wants us to transform our lives when we follow him. See, following Jesus isn't just a prayer that we pray, right? We got, you guys have all gone to Bible school and you've experienced this, this time where somebody says, you know, Jesus is, they, they lay out the story of Jesus and they say, pray this prayer along with me and you'll be saved. I think that's great. I think that's an awesome time to make that first commitment like Pastor Mike was talking about, right? But see, following Jesus isn't just about praying a prayer. It's about walking with him and being transformed by the renewal of your mind, changing who you are, right? And that's, exa that's exactly what God wants to do. But here's the thing. God can't change us if we don't start new spiritual habits, right? I can't just like come to church on Wednesday and then never think about God ever again or Sunday morning and never think about God and, and expect to be transformed, right? See, God has to change me 
through spiritual habits. Maybe that's like getting in the word or, or whatever, right? So I'm going to tell you guys a story, and then I'm going to have you guys help me brainstorm, okay? So I'm going to, so I'm going to tell you guys a story, and then we're going to brainstorm. One of the most important spiritual habits that I ever started was getting into God's word, right? I learned that if I wanted to grow in my faith with God, I had to read God's word. Just like if I wanted to know Dawson more, I would have to go and sit and have lunch with Dawson and talk with him and ask him questions about who he is. See, if I want to learn who God is, I can learn about who he is in the scripture, right? And so that's a spiritual habit that I had to start in order to grow in my walk with God, right? And so here's the cool thing. I wasn't great at it at first, right? You guys can identify with that. It's not the easiest thing to sit down every morning when we're supposed to and and study God's word, right? It's not the easiest thing. But over time, I began to get better at it and better at it. And God began to change me. He began to teach me things through his word. And all of a sudden, I began to be transformed by the good news of the gospel, right? How did that happen? It's because I started something new. And so here's what I want to do. I want to... Use this board, and I want you guys to help me come up with a list of things that we could start new. A spiritual habit that we could start in order to grow. So there's not like a whole ton of answers, so hopefully we can get them all, right? But the question is this. What is something that you could start new in order to get closer to God? What's something that you can start new in order to get closer to God. And if you're already reading the scripture some, that's fine. Maybe you want to say be more consistent in the word or whatever. But what is something that we can start new in order to grow in our faith and get closer to God? What do you guys think? It doesn't have to be some crazy answer. It's pretty simple. You guys think about these things all the time. Yeah. Prayer. Absolutely. Great job. Prayer is something that we can do to get closer to God. Who else? Scream it out. Just yell it out to me. What can we do to get closer to God? Say what? Devotions. Absolutely. Get in the word. That's what I just talked about, right? Reading God's word. What else? Ooh, good one. Who was that? Good job. Good job, Katie. Accountability. All right, what else? What else can we do to get closer to God? Boom, my guy, scripture memory, memorize, absolutely, hide God's word in our hearts so we might not sin against him, right? Who else? What are some things that we can do? Oh, share, yes, share our faith, absolutely. I'm just going to put share, okay? Who else? What are some things we can do? What about serving, right? We can serve with our talents that God has given us. Let's put that one on the board. Anybody else? Anybody know what fasting is? Raise your hand if you've heard of fasting. Fasting is where you take a period of time in your life where you you deny something that's of the flesh in order to hear from God, right? In order to have communion with God. And so that's something that we can do, right? That can help us grow in our faith. See, and there's this whole list of things that we can start in order to stretch our faith, right? Right? Now, I know my spelling is horrible, but here's the deal. I think all of us, in some way, could grow when it comes to every single one of these aspects, right? I I know I do, right? I need to grow when it comes to every single one of these ideas. Here's the thing. 
God can stretch our faith if we start something new. And so if we want to be transformed by God, we can start by starting these really simple, really challenging habits, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to go to the next point, and we're going to see what God is going to do if we decide to start something new. So, so, the, so the first idea is this. God wants to change us, and in order for us to do that, we have to start something new. We have to try a new habit out. And now we're going to look at what God, what, what Peter says is going to happen to us as we start to do these things. Here's the main idea for point number two. God wants to transform our lives by changing our character. God wants to transform our lives by changing our character. And so when we come to the point where we say, okay, I know I've got to start something new, and I go to this list and I say, I'm going to try fasting this week, or I'm going to memorize a verse of scripture, or I'm going to get into an accountability group, what's going to begin to happen is God is going to change our character through this. God is going to change our character. And so let's read this scripture together. It's in 1 Peter um, it's in actually Second Peter, and here's what it says. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours... For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. God is going to change our character when we start something new, right? If I decide that I'm going to come to the Word every single day and hear from God, He's going to change my character. He's going to show me ways where I've been falling into sin. He's going to show me ways where I can, where I can run out of sin or I can work to, to, to get closer to Him. And see, that's the cool thing about stretching our faith and starting something new. I'm not telling you to do this just so you can follow the rules, right? I'm challenging God to do this so that God can transform your life. Who in here wants to be changed by God, Right? Who in here wants to be changed and used by God? Hopefully that's something that we can all identify with. And here's the deal. It's so simple. It's as simple as starting something new, right? And so Peter gives us this really long list in 2 Peter, and he he talks about goodness. He talks about knowledge. He talks about self-control. He talks about perseverance and godliness. These are great characteristics, guys, right? Don't you guys want to have self-control? Don't you want to have kindness, Don't you want to love others? Don't you want to put God first in your life? And Peter's saying, we can add these things to to our faith. Here's the deal. We do it by starting something new, right? And that's what we're talking about today. We can stretch our faith by starting something new. Here's the thing. All these attributes, attributes are something that God wants us to do in our life. Maybe you say, I need to start something new, and I need to pray through these things. God, give me self-control, right? Help me to love others around me. Help me to be kind to those people who I need to be kind to, right? Maybe you guys need to seek these characteristics out in the scripture. Maybe you need to say, okay, God, I I want to be kind. Show me in your word and teach me how to be kind, right? And and it boils down to this. When we start new spiritual habits, God is going to continue to transform our lives. He's going to make our character look like this. Notice the last part of this verse. For if these, are your, if these are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here's the deal. 
God wants us to share the gospel with people, right? It is, it is the final command that he gave us before he ascended into heaven. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them what I've commanded you. Here's the thing. If we want to be effective for God, our character needs to be changed because we are practicing good spiritual habits. And so I got an illustration for you guys this morning. Raise your hand if you like to drink water a lot. I love a good, a nice cold cup of water. Okay? Um, water is like, you know, when you're outside and you're, you're sweating, you need a nice cup of water, right? Not Coke, not lemonade, a nice cold cup of water. Now, here's the deal. I love cold water, but warm water, it's not my favorite, right? You guys like warm water? Like to drink warm water? It's not very refreshing, is it? So here's what I've got. And, you know, I would be bringing you guys up and, like, drinking, like letting you drink out of these cups, but we'll keep our distance, right? COVID, whatever. I have got some lukewarm bottles of water, okay? They're just kind of, like, bleh, right? It's fine. Like, I'm good with it, but it's just not really what I want. And so, man, if I'm thirsty, like, you know, it'll, it'll kind of do what I want it to do, but not really. And so I've got this water here. I should probably put a lid so I don't spill, right? I learned this lesson a lot of times when I was a kid. Okay, here we go. So here's my lukewarm water, and it's like, you know, it's okay, right? Like, it's fine, but it's not, like, really hitting the spot. And so, and so maybe, like, this is us, right? And we're, you know, we're okay, but we could be better, right? You could do your job better. And so here's the cool thing. Paul reminds us, God's going to change you, right, if you start new spiritual habits. And then Peter shows us all of these different attributes, characteristics that God is going to add to us as we grow in our life with him. And so, you know, the more that we add, the better it gets, right? So if I take this one cube and I'm like, I need to love people, right, you know, it's a little bit better. Maybe I've got to swirl it, you know. You pull the straw up to the top so you can get the cold part. I know you guys do that. But then, but then, but then I continue to grow in my walk with God, and he starts to add other things to me, like kindness and self-control. And now we're in a whole different ballgame because, you know, the water is really starting to get cool, and it's starting to refresh me, right? It's starting to do its job. Pretty good, right? And, and what happens after a while is after we continue to start these new habits, grow in our walk with the Lord, he is overflowing, right, in our lives. And all that we can do is be effective. And now, when I drink this water, it's delicious, okay? And so, that's right. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we decide that we want to start a new habit so that we can stretch our faith, God is going to honor that that effort that we're giving, and he's going to change who we are. He's going to give us different characteristics like love and self-control and faithfulness. And then we can be more effective for what God has called us to do, right? We can be more effective for what God has called us to do. And that brings us to the last point. You see, God wants to transform our lives by changing how we treat others, right? God wants to transform our lives by changing how we treat others. But all this is hinged on the fact that God is calling us to start something new, right? 
He's saying, he's saying, what can you start on this list that will help you grow in your relationship with me? And when you continue to do those things and I continue to add this, this positivity or this ice, if you will, to your life, then you will be able to love others more, which is what you're ultimately called to do as a follower of Christ. How does God want you to stretch your faith today? What do you need to start new so that God can add characteristics to your life and ultimately make you more effective to love other people, right? Romans 12, chap, uh, Romans 12 verses 9 through 15 is going to be thrown up on the screen, and we're going to read through that really quickly. 